Hello and welcome to another episode of Chewing the Fat with Mike, the podcast where we remind you to be grateful because today you woke up with air in your lungs, food in your pantry, and above all, coffee in your cup. I am your host, Michael D. Smith. Alright, this episode might be for you, it might not be for you, but we're going to have it anyway. Now let's say you're not where you want to be. You want to be somewhere else in life. However, if I could snap my fingers and send you there like a genie, you still wouldn't be happy. Sure, you may say it's better than where I was but you still wouldn't be happy. Given enough time, and you'll feel the same way that you did. Because you're way too busy thinking of where you'd rather be than focusing on the good of where you are. I've said it at least 300 times. At least 300 times. And, I'll say it again, contentment with where you are and the happiness for the friends, family, and things you do have is worth more than slandering yourself because your life didn't turn out as planned. Nothing goes as planned. I didn't go to college after high school. I went to work. I didn't go to a union like I wanted. However, it's not a total failure. As I say in the intro, you have air in your lungs, food in your pantry, and above all, coffee in your cup. Instead of envying what we don't have, Learn to be content and grateful for what you do. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie and tell you it's easy to change your mindset in a day or so. But it is something you'll need to work on. When you say, I have enough, you'll learn what that line is to maintain that. As in, what the income is, you need to maintain that while saving and investing. To continue to be able to maintain that life. You know, because inflation. (laughs) But after a while, your cup will overflow. Dave Ramsey uses it as an example. If you've ever been through Financial Peace University, he has a pretty big chalice. And he fills it with what appears to be wine. And it starts to overflow on the dish underneath. That cup represents your life or budget and what it takes to maintain it. The wine represents income and the dish underneath represents who can be blessed with the overflow. Now this is why I stress so much on this because once you get your money right, you can start leaving above average tips for above average service. And you may have saved that waitress's or waiter's month. I'm not saying make a scene over it, record it, and put it on Facebook and let the world know you did it. You got to make your moves in silence, you know. Stay humble a little bit. Stop trying to get that pat on the ass from everyone saying, oh, he's a good person or she's a good person. No, no. Make your moves in silence. And stay humble.
Donations are also something that need to happen. Study a charity or a church and donate. When you know where your donations go and how it's divided up amongst an organization, you can say, yes, I support that, or no, and that's fine either way. You decide where your own money goes, you know. You can't you can't let other people tell you what to do with the money that you work to earn. America! America! Fuck yeah! I, I lost track of what I was talking about. Anyway, random acts of kindness will make you feel better than any gift you've ever received. Knowing you've made someone stress a little bit or helped out with Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner or just bills for the month. You may think it's not your responsibility. However, if you happen to be blessed enough to have an overflowing cup after your budget is taken care of, why not help other people? And I'm talking about your budget after you manage to save and invest 15%. Because that's what Dave teaches and that's what I've kind of learned to be a good amount. But after all that's taken care of, why not help other people? We weren't put here to only look after ourselves and our houses. And if you actually look in the Bible, don't, don't, don't hate me for referring back to the Bible. But in the Bible, Matthew chapter 19 verses 21 through 24. If you want to give it all you've got, Jesus replied, go sell your possessions, give everything to the poor, all your wealth will then be in heaven. Then come follow me. That was the last thing the young man expected to hear. And so crestfallen, he walked away. He was holding on tight to a lot of things, and he couldn't bear to let it go. As he watched him go, Jesus told his disciples, Do you have any idea how hard it is for a rich man to enter God's kingdom? Let me tell you, it's easier to gallop a camel through the needle's eye than for the rich to enter God's kingdom. Now, that being said, I do not believe just because you happen to have money, that means you're going to hell. I think back in those times, rich people were not really generous whatsoever. I I don't think they were anyway. And I think that it is important that if we make a lot of money, we know how to divide it up amongst the four walls, which is transportation, utilities, food, and housing. So yeah, I think rich people back then were hoarders. But you know, in modern days, it's a little different. Rich people aren't exactly hoarders. In Proverbs 21, it says, In the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil, but a foolish man devours all he has. He who pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Now, let's talk about 
resources, food and oil being resources, as would be transferred today as money and currency. So I'm saying that it is important that we have ratios of what we spend on the four walls, which is food, transportation, utilities, and housing. You know, and there's there's other stuff too. There's like uh, insurance, things of that nature. And there's random things that come up. Like, for instance, take this month. It's March, which means next month, at the beginning of the month, I have to renew my registration. Luckily, I live my life on a budget. So I budgeted that into the thing. Into the budget, I should say. So it was fine. I was prepared for it. And I've also paid for my first semester of school this month. So, I mean, yeah, it affects me. It affects the budget a little bit. But, I mean, if you live your life without lavishly spending everything you have, even when stuff comes up, you know, it might be a pain in the ass, but instead of looking at it as, oh, no, it's it's just another expense for the month. And you get there, and I swear to God, it's not hard. It just takes time, but you'll get there. And I'll tell you one thing, you get there by ultimately keeping your hood rat ass at home unless you're going to work. Instead of out there doing hood rat things with your hood rat friends. <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing around when I use the word hood rat. But you know, everyone out there doing everything all the time. I mean you gotta think about what they're actually earning. And what they're actually saving. A lot of times when you live like that, you don't save too much. But that'll be the last thing that they'll tell you. But I am glad the Bible gives advice on how to use money. And usually when you live that way, you can become very prosperous. You could even afford all the fancy schmancy mocha loca choco coffee machines at home. I personally don't believe general, giving, caring people won't receive God's kingdom because if you live the path the Bible ultimately lays out for you, that's a good, loving, caring, and giving life. I know it takes time, but you're going to have to change your mentality eventually. You weren't put here to just work and die. Now, if you look at science, I mean, everyone and everything is unique and special with its own genetic code. But in a much wider sense, not everyone is meant to be a ruler. Not everyone is meant to sit on the throne, you know what I mean? But everyone is meant to play a role in life and in society. But as I was talking about giving earlier... There can even be a bigger role. There can be a mark we leave on somebody else's life by being generous. And that might spark something in them to change and become more generous. They might say, oh, this is cool. Someone did this for me one time and do it for someone else. Who knows? You know, but I I feel like generally...
People want to help one another out. People want to be good people. I'm just trying to help you get to a point where you can help people. I mean, I'm not even there yet, but I will be. But anyway, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. This has been a fun episode for me because I enjoy talking about giving and and I've done things, I've gone out of my way to help other people and it it really does feel amazing when you do that. Anyway, I'm going to end the episode there. Don't forget, you can always message the podcast at ChewingTheFat1990 at gmail.com. That is ChewingTheFat1990 at gmail.com. This is Michael D. Smith with Chewing the Fat with Mike, reminding you until next time, stay blessed.